Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Lisa Jenkins. Lisa is a gifted practitioner of performance coaching. She understands that while a vibrant, passionate life is the goal, many people are hindered by obstacles that can obscure and block their pathway toward achieving that goal. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Miss. How are you? I am doing awesome. Of course you are. You're Lisa <laughs> Jenkins. I'm always awesome. <laughs> so, okay, you know, okay, like it's, I love and adore you. I've known you for quite a while yeah. now. So thank you for coming on the yeah, podcast. Thank you for having um, me. But tell me about, like, how did you get, you, uh, I think, without like anything before, like certificates and blah, 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 and coaching, mm-hmm. you were already pretty intuitive and had a feel for people mm-hmm. and kind of knew how to guide them, right? Yes. yes. Okay. And you were like, I'm really good at this. Now mm-hmm. I should just do this with yeah, my life. For okay, sure. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So <laughs> tell me, I mean, just tell me, like, how did you get to that place? So... One, it's experience in life, right? Like I had a pretty crazy childhood. Childhood was not the best. Many people would look at me and they don't really know that really because I don't share it very much. I don't talk about it very much because um, for one, it's a mystery. It's going to be one of those things that I can't wait to share one day on stage and really talk about it. Awesome. Um, But it was the experience of life. I knew that people needed more and I was super excited to be able to use my gifts to help them on that venture. So I have been coaching for about eight years and um, I was the founder of Family and Balance here in St. Louis where I learned the ropes with um, coaching. I was organizing people's houses. I was a family manager coach. Um, But I went into homes and I realized that people needed more than just organizing. Like there was so much more going on, right? Right. So I was doing radio and podcast at that time and I loved it. I was stretched super thin and I had to bring myself back down to planet earth and say, what do you really want? Right. Right. So I started working with um, somebody, we kind of joined ventures and we were changing lives again, coaching for a couple of years and then something changed. The career shifted and I went out on my own and there's where take action was born. So now we're into that for two years. We're branding. We're at the starting point of building a team and the foundation. And I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. That's so great. All coaching, the visions never changed. The visions always stayed the same. So love it. So, and, but it's true. Um, you know, when I introduced you, we talk about obstacles and it really is true. People don't even know mm-hmm. what is getting in their way mm-hmm. because it's become such a big part of them. Mm-hmm. And you need someone that can take a look at everything and say, bringing you back to childhood. And that's a lot of it. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't know how much mm-hmm. our childhood can truly affect us until yeah. life gets messy. And that scares people when you say that, right? Because most people are like, please don't tell me that you're going to say that all of these things are affecting my life now. And for anybody listening, they really need to understand that it absolutely is. Between yep. the ages of five and 10 years old, your belief system is built. The influencers in your life, your perception is um, formed at that time. There's so many things going on, but then before the age of 18, everything in your system is a download, right? So really after 18, you're on autopilot, right? You've already downloaded everything. I'm like, ah, this is how I'm going to (laughs) live. Right. And that doesn't mean that things are affecting you in a negative way, but you really have to ask yourself, is this serving me or is this taking away from me? 
right? right? And if it's taking away from you, then let's figure out what that is. When we say we go back into childhood and I don't want to scare people, we stay very surfacy. The only thing that's affecting you is the stuff that's on the top of your head and it's called blind spots, right? Exactly. And blind spots control everything that has to do with your life. Some people feel that they're stuck or they can't move or they're trying to find their passion or they're not confident or they're suicidal or they have depression. I love that. I love I love challenges like that, right? Right. Well, yeah, because what's so interesting is then once you find, like mm-hmm. once you they, they bring awareness to it and, mm-hmm. and courage, because really to face a lot of this takes some courage, mm-hmm. then you, you can break through. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, how did I live like that for that long? Why did I let this happen to me? But mm-hmm. it's just because you didn't know. I mean, that's really it. You didn't you don't know. know. You, don't you need know what like you don't this know. other person to be mm-hmm. looking at everything and going, here's what's going on. You know? Well, like in any relationship, let's look at marriages, right? I look, I work with a lot of couples, business partnerships, things like that. Mm-hmm. And you're bringing junk in. Like your brain is millions of years old. So, and when I say that, people are like millions of years old. What do you mean? Well, listen, your belief system is from somebody else's belief system, from somebody else's right. belief system. From, and their junk is poured into you and, and, and it just keeps trickling down, right? Mom's junk is poured into her kids and her kids' junk, their kids' junk is poured into <laughs> to their kids' junk, right? So do you even know what you really stand for? Do you know what you really believe in? Because most people, they they don't, right? Right. And, and that's really what the program stands for. Not everybody I have to go back into childhood, but the biggest part of our program is called the circle of crazy, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is, there's circles for everybody. Like, I, and I know this from working yeah working, seeing it, seeing you know, it, yeah that it's like that there's a there's like there's like a thing where you go and you're then you're back to this again you're like wait How'd that happen? Yeah, because a circle of crazy is emotions, right? First, people need to understand that emotions are good. Emotions cause action or reaction, right? Yeah. So if you're in the circle of crazy, chances are you're reacting to something. So shame, guilt, fear, anger, loneliness, and those emotions cycle over and over again. And what are you doing out of those emotions, right? Yes. How are you acting out? with those emotions. So beyond childhood stuff, beyond all of that, let's get you, let's see where you're at in your circle of crazy. Let's get you out of it and teach you how to manage it. And, and also to recognize when mm-hmm. it's showing up again and go like, wait a yep. minute, I got back there again. What's managing your emotions? Exactly. And, um, and you say emotions are good and they really are, We're but human. not if they get stuck in you. Yeah, <laughs> like well, you can't let them just or or like like I talk about anger. Mm-hmm. Like anger is good because anger will force you to take an action on if something. If it moves you, but if you live in the anger and you don't mm-hmm. get out of the anger, that is not good for you. That's exactly what we're talking about right now, right? Like emotions are good if they're going to cause movement in you. Yes, right. And it's okay to lay on the couch and cry for a day and have feel a pity your emotion. I, I talk I, about that. You, oh my gosh, you get to have a pity <laughs> Everybody party. Everybody should absolutely. I don't like, I love every motivational speaker out there has their purpose, but some people teach, just get up and move, stop no. whining and pull up your pants. And I'm like, no. no, sometimes the perfect way to take action is to take inaction. And sometimes that means laying on the couch and figuring it out, processing it, disconnecting, taking a few days off, you know, processing through these things. But we teach so often, get up, get over it, move on. And I no, that's why it comes back. Well, right? exactly. And, and I really do. I mean, I think of times where I've just had to like, I just got to get to that deep, 
deepest of deep cry. Mm-hmm. Just get it get out. Get it out. It Don't feels let great, it stay doesn't it? There, you know, but it, and it, but, like, and, you're, and the whole time you're doing it, you're just cry. like, I, you know, you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm gonna look terrible tomorrow morning. But you get it all out, There's and then it doesn't have to stay there good anymore. Cry. That's right. We yeah. hold it in from the time when we're babies, right? We start walking, and you get all this. Come on, baby, you can do it. Oh my gosh, you're walking. Look at you go. Look at you go. And then we're slapped on the hand for touching something, right? <laughs> right. That, and then, and then the rest of your childhood is no, stop, don't do that, right? The sometimes the encouragement's there, but it's human nature. We're just following a path, right? Exactly. So we're taught to suppress things. We're taught to not have emotion. You're a baby if you cry. I can't tell you how many clients come to me and what's in their head is, my mom and dad said I'm a baby if I cry. And I'm oh, like, no, you're not. Yeah. Like, get it out of there, There's right? a reason why you cry. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not like at a certain point you're supposed to stop doing mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Even I have crazy days. I have bad days. I have good days. Yes, I have days where I just need do. to think, right? I, one thing that I say so much is storms are never going to stop coming. You have to learn to dance in the rain. It is life. Absolutely. So I teach people how to manage life. I, I don't think I've it. ever said that line. That's Ooh, a great line. It is a great line. I teach people how to manage, manage life. life. Wow, look at us. Uh, high five. Tagline, <laughs> marketing done. Off to the next thing. I love it. We have it, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to take a break. We will be right back with Lisa Jenkins. <laughs> And we are back with Lisa Jenkins. All right, so something you said just triggered this thought in my head, and it was about, you know, kids walking and slap them on the hand when they touch something. Mm -hmm. So I was really careful with this with my daughter. And Mm -hmm. I remember one time I came upstairs, and she had gotten out all of her markers and did a beautiful artwork on her table. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, and, you know, like, and, and when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God. What she drew on the table. But then I also thought she didn't know She's not creative, to draw on the right? table. Yeah. So I came upstairs and she was like, Mommy, look. She's and I was so like, proud. that is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love this. And we mm-hmm. talked about how beautiful it was. And then I said, now, let me make a suggestion. I didn't tell you this, but we're it's best to draw on paper. Mm-hmm. And so we went through a whole thing about drawing on I paper. Can, that is a but, perfect scenario. Right, but that's yeah. the thing. It's like, I didn't. I I was always careful not to get mad at her for things that how, she. It's not like we went through and I went now. Do not draw on any mm-hmm. furniture. Like I didn't give her that rule. Mm-hmm. The rule was something that she was going to learn. Obviously, mm-hmm. after this that happened, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to get angry with her. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that as parents, we have to keep that in our minds that the kids are not many times not doing something to be mean. It's like when people say babies, like, oh, the baby's manipulating you. You know, when they start crying and you look, peek around the corner and the baby's like, oh, yeah, hi, yeah. Ma-. Like, they're not, they're not 
not manipulating you. They want to make sure you're still around. Well, but let's talk about what causes that, right? Parents are bringing junk in from work, from to-do lists, from stress of marital issues, from business, from careers to the house is chaotic, right? Right. I got to get the dishes done. I've got to get laundry done. And then they've got all of this other stuff on their shoulders. So they're really not upset with the kids. They're just upset with everything else, right? And it just comes out on the kids. Yes. I see that time after time after time again. And a lot of parents come to me. Um, I work with uh, quite a few families. And the market that I'm in now is like 50 and 60 year olds where their kids are older and there's communication issues, right? Right. Most of the people that I work with are business owners and they have this stuff going on in their life, right? We're a little busy. (laughs) Yeah. I love serving those that are serving other people, right? So, but what I hear is my kids, I can't get them to do something. I'm like, well, let's talk about the conversations that you have with them. Nine times out of 10, what I see is parents come in and they're yelling about this not being done and they're yelling about that. When is the last time that you've told your kids thank you for something? When is the last time you told them that you are noticing things that they're doing or leaving a note in their lunchbox? You know, like... Where'd the positive stuff go? Because you want to reward the positive behavior, not the negative behavior, right? right? But it goes back to what you said. The kids don't know, and you're yelling at them for something that they didn't know. I think that's incredible, Mish, that you approached it that way. I've never told her that she can't draw on furniture, so why am I going to yell at her? Well, the thing was, I was like, it's it's. A table, replaceable. It's not, you know what I mean? It's something it's you're going to laugh at the, when you get older, right? Exactly. <laughs> when she and, gets older. And I have found over the years that just by, like, rather than when, like, something seemed like, wait, that wasn't cool kind mm-hmm. of thing, instead of just getting, I ask, I said, so tell me about, mm-hmm. you know, and nine times out of 10, it's, she didn't know, or this is what, or like, let me tell you, like, I'm like, why, tell me about why you were so late coming in last night. Like, she didn't really have a curfew. Because we assume and I we just want to know, like, tell me right? why, tell me why you didn't get home until this mm-hmm. time last night. And most of the time it's like, mom, so-and-so was really upset. We were at blah, 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 you know, and she's like texted, she's like, I'll be home later. I'll be home later. But, and, and, and I'm thinking, I want more information. But at the same time, she's trying to pay attention to a friend and comfort them, you know? And, and so then I learned the whole story the next day. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Like, that's what I needed to know. Because we only know 2% of actually what's going on, especially with our older kids, right? Right. We assume all of these things and we don't know. And it's just like spouses and partners in business. We don't know if they're having a bad day. We don't know what they have going on, right? We get so upset that, you know, they did this or they acted this way. But we're like, have you stopped to even ask them what's going on in what's their life? Like, we on. really only know 2%, right? So with, with your daughter, you didn't know why she was late or what was actually happening so why jump to conclusions yes exactly and I know you pretty well that I know that you're just like the rest of us like you have that mommyism in you where you want to know there's a part where I'm just like she'd tell me what's going on. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm freaking out right now. But and I'm you trying not to promote independence, out. right? Yeah, and that's yes. so good. Some people ask me, I have an 18 year old and I'm like, he doesn't have a curfew. Yeah. And I'm like, how can you not give your kid a curfew? And I'm like, because he didn't do anything to earn a curfew. Exactly. And I got that from, and I'll give a shout out to the lady that watched my son for two years. Her name is Lisa Smith. We had a great conversation about that, right? Where she was like, 
she let me know that it was okay. She's like, Lisa, I don't give my kids a curfew either. She's like, they didn't do anything to earn it. So why right. should I punish I'm them? Like you stay in this yeah. place of trust with me. Yeah. As long, you know, and we're good. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, just keeping that trust with me. Let me know what's going on. We have He's open dialogue. He's always texting me. He's always yeah. calling me, mom, I'm hanging out at this person. We've never had an issue. What I see is so many parents are very sheltery to their kids. Yeah. And it's like, give them some independence. Let them thrive on their own and make some choices so that they know what their bound their boundaries are, right? Well, and what's interesting is like you know for a while there she was staying out late like almost every night, and then she was getting sick, and you know, and, and she's like, I don't know why I'm always so sick. I'm like, well, you've been out late every night. I don't think you're getting really good sleep. Bodies like to have some sort of a routine, and mm-hmm. yours is all over the yeah. place. Just something to think about. That's all I said. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, she was like home every night at a decent hour getting, pl- and she's like, yeah, I discovered that this is, it's a lot better if I do it this way. Mm-hmm. So she on her own came to that mm-hmm. conclusion. I didn't like impose it upon her, mm-hmm. you know, which makes it more real to her. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm making this decision for my life to do it this way. Mm-hmm. This makes more sense. You know, so when I'm serving clients, when I'm seeing clients, I end up being in their whole entire world, right? Well, yeah, business and life and health, and make sure that they get to the it's right not like people. They're siloed. They're but all a, a lot part of business of owners. They go through the same thing, right? They're trying yes. to figure out what all of this looks like and what their boundaries are and what they're how they're communicating and not communicating, especially with their teams and with their family, spouses not on the same page. Like, it's really hard. Hard to get your business moving when you have all of that going on. Right. 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 You need to, a lot of people that I see, they just don't own who they are. So we can talk about that, right? Like, yeah. No, absolutely. It's owning who they are and being comfortable with who they are. You know, another shout out would be Art Snarzik, who oh, is phenomenal. We, <laughs> we do. We love you, Art. <laughs> I, he, I need to have him on the podcast. You Art, you absolutely do. You're so, Art, if you're listening, <laughs> she's going to send you an email. Um, it's but it's teaching people about their behaviors and their motivators right and then how to communicate through those I can tell you across the board that is where I start the circle of crazy I help people understand their circle of crazy I help them shift their filter of how they view themselves and the world around them and it all comes into play with that darn disc assessment that art does so well they need to learn about themselves and then they need to learn how to accept the people around them Right. That's how you fire somebody up on the inside. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, and, and also to talk about like, so Josh Levy is, uh-huh. he's my- Give a shout out to Josh Levy. Business, Look at all these name drops. I know, all these. Uh, Josh <laughs> Levy, who is my business consulate. Yes, that's mine his, too. That's yeah. right. Okay. So we share in that. But what I love about Josh is we had a meeting last Friday. So mm-hmm. it's myself, Jill Lee, who works with me. Uh-huh. And then, you know, mm-hmm. Josh. And, and Josh is talking about- about organizing processes, that kind of stuff that you know we're working on to build the business. Josh's and oh yeah, Josh was talking about okay. it. But so he's <laughs> but he's looking at Jill, right? And he's like, Jill, do we think Mish is the CEO should be? Da, da, da. You know, and and Jill and I'm like, Jill, just say it, mm-hmm. just say it, because no, I should not no. be doing this. Is not Mish's world because I am not. I'm only organized in Mish's head. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, if somebody in my house says, "Where's the duct tape?" Mm-hmm. And I say, oh, it's by the nail polish remover. That does not make sense. It makes sense to me because that's where it was at the old house. Mm-hmm. So I put it there in the new house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. And, but that won't make sense to the world. Yeah. So like, I, I mean, it was so nice for Josh to say that is not Mrs. Skill Set. 
Mish is not a COO of a company. That's a COO responsibility. And Jill, whose spreadsheets organized, can put things in drop boxes and actually know what folders to put them in. Mm -hmm. That's her thing. And so it's nice when people acknowledge this is like, it's okay to be that. And that's what we talk about a lot with the start of the program, with the Take Action program. And actually the program is called Energize You. And we talk about all of those things. Environment and kids and communication is only one part of it. Why you do what you do is another part of it. Right. But the self-discovery is a humongous part of it and one that gets left out in most programs, right? So I bet you're right. And That's it's, so interesting. The life part of it is a huge deal, right? But it's it's that. And I just hired an assistant. I'll give a shout out to Kim because Hi, Kim. I love her. Um, but because I need to realize, and we don't talk about weaknesses very often in the business world because business owners go, I'm not weak. I don't have any weaknesses. I can do everything, oh, right? I, you can't. I, I am nor only do you want good to. at so many things. So <laughs> I hired my assistant to take care of those things, right? She picks up where I lack. She's a system. She's going to yes. fill out everything. She's going to make sure Everything is done to T. Not only has she's become my boss, she tells me what I can and cannot do, right? right? Yeah, exactly. She keeps me absolutely in line because Lisa Jenkins dives off the high dive. I will get into anything and everything. Yes. <laughs> and I won't recognize when there's the world, things. Right? Like that's what Jill will do. Jill will be like, why are you doing that? Because you really don't have time for that. I'm like, gosh, right. Why am I doing this? You know? Mm -hmm. And, and she, so she like makes me see things and also thinks about things that I know I should be doing. Like mm -hmm. I'll think I should do that. And then I don't. And then she'll say, you know what you should do? I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so right. You're right. I got to get it done. Mm -hmm. Thank you for saying it out loud. I will get this done. Mm -hmm. But there's also such a freedom to being able to say, I can't do that part. I don't want to do that part. I really suck at that part. Mm -hmm. I need somebody else to do it. I can't you, do it, all from, of this. From your business to your household, that is exactly. the way that it should be, right? We put so much weight even in our household on so-and-so does dishes and then my husband won't help do And that's a whole nother story. Like we can go down there like, <laughs> I'm not even gonna. <laughs> but, but the thing is, is, what are you good at, right? Right. Well, she doesn't cook and I know how to cook. Well, now I get stuck cooking from business to, well, one person's a systems oriented person and the other one's just a driver, right? Like figure out what your place is, and figure out that. what your role is as a parent, as a business owner, and get as close to who you are as you possibly can. The person that helps me with all of my clients to do that is Art Snarzik with the disc assessments and right. the other things that we do. We put some science behind it, right? Um, we want to make sure that we can back up what we're actually speaking, right? Yeah. So oh, I love it. We're people watchers. We go by experience, but we also want to back it up. And we don't put a lot of weight on that stuff, but it's helpful to know who you are and what your boundaries are, what your time wasters are and things like that, right? We call it like it is. So, I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. All right. We are going to take another break. We'll be back with Lisa Jenkins. back with Lisa Jenkins. It's question time. Yay. I get to ask you questions. Okay. My first question for you is, so you, how many kids do you have? Four. Four kids. Are there things you do with the kids that just you do because the kids like? Yes. That you're thinking, 
This isn't the most fun thing for mom, but I'm doing I it for the kids. Do there's things as parents that we don't want to do and we have to do, right? So what what is the one that you're just like, oh, here we go? Uh, yeah. Attending stuff all the time, right? Like if I had my choice, I would just be like, okay, I worked all day. I'm gonna like sit on the couch and do and nothing. Now but we're going to a game or right? a dance. We or, gotta yeah. do what we do. We signed up to be parents, so we gotta do it, right? And with four ca- kids, even if each has just one activity, oh my gosh. It's a lot. And if it's not an activity or a function that you have to attend at school, it's mom, I need to go to the store. Mom, I need fingernail polish. Mom, I ran out of foundation. Mom, I'm out of deodorant. And yesterday, mom, I need to go get razors. I'm like, couldn't we just put this on a list and do it all at one time? You have to get Buy Me me a Pie. I think it's the name of the app we have, Buy Me a Pie. And everybody shares it and you put stuff on. Although Mickey puts some interest, like she'll put on there, you know, like I need a new Audi. You know, I don't know about you, but it's all the ones. Like I want, 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 want. I'm like, I want to teach you to want in life because we were taught the complete opposite. Only get what you need. And I right. think that's bogus. <laughs> I think that we should have wants and yeah, I think it's okay have to have wants. So how do you teach your kids a fine line between wanting something and actually needing something without um, crushing their dreams of wanting things? Like, that's a tough no, thing. That, no, that's a whole subject a we thing. can talk about. Well, but, you know, Mickey said to me the other day that she she feels that in her set of friends, one of the things that she, she feels that she thinks big. She mm-hmm. said, I feel like I think big compared to... My friends. I love it. And and I'm like, you should think big mm-hmm. because that's who you are and you want to live a bigger life, which comes with a lot of challenges, just going to warn you, when you want to live big, but it's good because mm-hmm. it's always growing, mm-hmm. always, you know. It but is. yeah, we should want things. Yeah. I want things. I want lots should. of tennis shoes. I yes. buy them. <laughs> I do not need all now the tennis I'm shoes. Looking at I your have. tennis shoes. <laughs> New vans, very cute. I love it. Uh huh. You got it, baby. All right. Do you have a favorite time of day? Um, every time of day is my favorite. I don't oh. know. Um, I could say that about two o'clock. I'm like, oh, I need to refuel. But yes. morning time, I love getting up. I spend the mornings with I my husband. Mornings. We try to get a cup of coffee in. Um, I get up and I work out. I get my five minutes in. Um, no, just kidding. He knows who I'm talking <laughs> to, right? Like I get my workouts in. I do the things that I need to do, but I'm energized and ready to go, right? Yes. And I have nighttime, a whole morning routine that has to happen. This is an entrepreneur thing at like nine o'clock at night if it was my choice and I have to remember my health coach is like turn your freaking stuff off and get some sleep because sleep is really important but I could work like nine to twelve and love it I could no and like at nine o'clock I'm super tired usually around six or seven my brain isn't at its best so I I can there are certain things I can do as Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur at that time but like not big decision making I'm so energized at the end of the day oh, like no, just I'm tired. Ta- I want to talk about all the things that happened and oh, all yeah. the things that I went can on do that yeah. oh yeah I love like, to we like should offload just, like, we should just call each I'll other just call you, like, here's what happened my day what happened your day you know let's just oh, get absolutely. it out right oh, gosh, yeah. I love it. I'm calling you tonight <laughs> that's awesome I love okay. it love it <laughs> all right um so let's talk about you, your Take Action Seminars uh-huh. which around speakers is there a certain speaker you would love to see on your stage I want to see speakers that want to impact people, right? Like I've had two events. We've had about seven speakers each event. 
and I am looking for speakers that want to make an impact, right? That they all do. But I mean, from the deep core inside of them, I want to talk about life overall, not just stick with business owners. I mean, people are trying to manage life and that's the part that can get us in trouble. So I am looking for anyone specific. I'd love to have Aaron Joy. I would love to have, like, there's all kinds of people that I could list, right? Yeah. Um, I, there's doctors that I would like to have on stage. So we're really in the planning stages of that right now. So um, cool. anybody that's a speaker that wants to talk to me about speaking, I will do interviews and figure out who's the right fit for the stage. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. All right. We have time left. So we really oh, should good. talk about your whole coaching everything. Coaching everything. Training the coaches. <laughs> I am that's training a big coaches. part of what you do. It is because I can't do it all by myself, right? I am building a company and I am training them with the resources and the things that I have learned over the years. I've coached hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, right? So I'm using those resources to train the coaches. I've built a curriculum around that. We host, I've 16 coaches graduated this year. Oh my gosh. Right? So we are going to have way more like we're looking to launch even more people who want to be a coach that don't have experience coaches who are coaching and they want to gain more experience or just kind of hone in their skills or those master coaches right there's three different classes that we can talk about but it all comes down to I can't change the world by myself right you need ripple effect I do and I want to position take action coaches in all all over the place from St. Louis to surrounding states and we want to put workshops together and take action events but you know it just takes time to do all of that right right it sounds Building like a, a lot business, right? uh-huh. <laughs> I mean well and you you know you were talking about managing life like it's not just like about business about this about that mm-hmm. um and I have always thought of my business as being I mean it's like my it was like my own self-help plan mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know it was it was it's what has helped me get to, you know, high, just higher levels of living life. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's because it hits you everywhere. Building a business hits you spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. It hits everything. It, does. it mm-hmm. really does. And and I think that that's one of the reasons why those of us that are entrepreneurs do it because we get like this is like me learning everything and looking mm-hmm. at everything and constantly learning. Like constantly like I do this this way. And then at one point I'll go, well, that's that's probably not the best way to do that. Mm-hmm. I got to figure this one out. Well, we all have experiences that we bring to the table. Building a business has been tough. I mean, I've been doing it for eight years. It is hard. I've had times where my electric like has almost gotten too. shut off. Like where I'm trying to figure out how oh my to gosh, feed how my kids. Yes. Where I'm driving a car that breaks down every time I turn around, right? How do I pay? And oh my gosh, Lisa's admitting this online. Of course I am. Like we, we have been there. Everybody that starts a business starts from the same place unless you really got your stuff together or you have been handed something right Right. you come from the super rich family that's like congratulations we'll high five you but it's tough building a business I have had people tell me no people tell me I can't I have had failure after failure after failure and I still do it today right right talking to the team this morning about where we want to see things going and where my head's at and how I'm processing things and what the next you're always going going to be in that place with business, yes. right? Yes. It's it's not as easy as it sounds all the time. It's just but oh, it, it's just not easy. Well, and but the other thing I think is that when 
failure, you have to get to a place where you have an attitude about failure mm-hmm. that is not, I failed. It's, okay, it's so... Mm-hmm. Let's not do that again. <laughs> so you know, there's so a different, if you're repeating patterns, yeah, you yep, gotta, yep. if you feel like you're repeating patterns and cycles, then we got, we've got to talk about that, right? Exactly. If you, if you are failing the same way in the same circumstance in the same event all of the time, let's figure out how to retrain that brain. Like that's what I teach, how to retrain the brain, dig into the subconscious, start feeding your creative side like Let's do that. Right. right. So often what I see, though, people call me a business coach and they're like, you want to get your business moving and you want to get your business growing. You need to go see Lisa Jenkins. Well, what does Lisa Jenkins do? Well, we got a lot of business owners out there that don't want to admit that they need help on that life side. So they're afraid right. to tell people. So they've quoted me as this this business coach. And what I want to tell everybody out there is get over it. We all got these problems. <laughs> no right? one gets like, through life without scars, yeah. people. It's all like, part of what's being here. I mean, that's yeah. part of your journey here mm-hmm. on earth, though, is learning how to get over all mm-hmm. that stuff. I mean, it's mm-hmm. part of your purpose, I think, is for mm-hmm. you to become as whole as you can mm-hmm. and it's it's okay. It's, I no one anybody that puts on that face that says everything's great all mm-hmm. the time. It's it's not exactly, Mish. I love that thought. Right. So okay, now Lisa, we're gonna end here. Mm-hmm. And what I want to know, all of us scarred people out there, what words of wisdom would you like to leave us with? Well, first, accept that we're all scarred. Yes. We all have things. We all have that judgment that's happening in our lives from the people around us. Most of it's society-driven, right? But what I want to leave you is with is it doesn't stop there. Get out there. Be you. Be the person that you were created to be, no matter what that means. If you need to find somebody that can help you take action, if you need to just say, I know where I need to take action in my life. Get through those scars. We all have a story. We have all been there and we're all going there, right? We're not going to get away from life happening. So just get out there, do it, take action and be you. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much. I'm so, thank you for having me. This was awesome. You're amazing. Thank you so much for being a guest today. I love it. Thank you, Mish. All right, darling. And everybody out there have awesome, awesome days. You're listening to Mishmash. We'll catch you next time.